when last we left our soon-to-be-incarcerated heroes. Urbach and Murren and the Grey Render, Duke Tallin Silvershield, had found themselves outside of the watchhouse belonging to the guard of the city of Baldur's Gate. Seeing a crowd of guardsmen outside of the watchhouse at three in the morning, Urbach thought, now is the best time to approach. This doesn't seem suspicious at all. However, this is not where we begin our tale today. I would like to return to the scene we left our beloved other heroes. So right now you are evading the guard. You are in an alley in the lower half of the city. 15 minutes walk from the watchhouse. The Doomsinger looks at you, Mix, going into disguise. Ah, good idea. And he turns himself into an extremely attractive Goliath in somewhat middle-class-ish outfit. He looks not wealthy, but he looks well-to-do. In fact, he has a monocle, very good posture. He's very muscular. He's a very cut, chiseled jaw. He has no hair whatsoever to speak of, but he has piercing grey eyes and... He carries himself very strongly, but he does indeed have a monocle. It doesn't really match the rest of the outfit in terms of decoration, but it's there nonetheless. Seeing as I have no other way to disguise myself, I'm actually going to go into my bag and I'm going to pull out my cloak of many fashions. And I make it look like it's just a simple black cloak. As the Doomsinger sees you pulling out the cloak and you make it black. <clears throat> um, so, uh, Toby, one thing you may not know is people often believe that the best way to hide in the night is using black. But shadows are in fact not black. They are often various shades of grey. And black actually stands out quite a lot in the dark. So you should probably go a few shades light. I'm glaring at him as the cloak starts turning <laughs> Like a shade of grey. <laughs> He's like, ah, much better, much better. Good show, old chap. He wanders over to the tall halfling. I do wonder why you pick this peculiar form so frequently. Well, maybe it's comfortable. And I'm glaring at him. As you wish. Like, this is the least of my concerns right now. Look, I just choose to carry myself in such a way that I am always supposed to be wherever I am. At all times. Therefore, nobody can ever question me. And he looks quite confident and quite smug. I'm just straight up looking at him like, well, I'm questioning you right now. I believe our friends have a certain duke that might be able to vindicate us. And uh, they may also be in grave danger if they are not aware of the people who are after us. So perhaps we should be on our way. Yeah, we, we should. We, we need to help them. With, uh, but even... As you're standing around having this conversation, you feel Darkonius land softly on your shoulder and crawl into your hood. I give him a very gentle pat. Happy he is back. Oz is circling overhead in the sky, not wanting to ruin your disguise by being a big fucking raven on your head. There's not actually that many ravens in the city in general, so he is always conspicuous no matter where he is so he tends to just be flying or keeping an overwatch position close enough that he's within thought range but far enough away that he's not just constantly sitting on your shoulder telepathically tell oz to hey buddy 
Can you keep an eye out up there for us, please? If you see anyone that isn't our friends heading in our direction, or that we might be about to walk into, I don't know, an angry mob, can you warn us, please? I'll do my best. Right, somehow we need to get back to Urbach and Murin, and we need to do so carefully, even in disguises. You know, make sure that we are inconspicuous, and... We need to figure out who we can trust. I think it might be wise to consider anyone who's out here prowling the streets, probably not going to be on our side. That is fair, I think. If we can think of somewhere safe that we could all meet up, I could always go with Arconius, I could go and tell them. And then we can all rendezvous somewhere, maybe like a midpoint. That way we can stay inconspicuous. That might not be a bad plan, but where we think might be safe well we could go back to the forge Hmm. i'm just trying to think if there's anywhere closer that we might be able to because if they've gone in that direction then quicker we can meet up the better so somewhere that isn't too far away would be ideal if we have the option i realize that this is out of character (laughs) but i won't leave marin or the doctor i suppose uninformed about the situation that they are in. We should find them. They could be in danger. They could be caught unawares by this search party. If they know our faces, they'll know theirs. It stands to reason. I'm inclined to agree. We know that that little shit Imberlin has met Mern, so he knows me, he knows you, Mix. He knows Mern. Yeah. He may have seen the others during that fight when we first came to the city. I don't know. But we know that much, at least, and Murren does not have the talent for hiding his face that we do. No, not so much. I don't like it, but I don't like leaving them behind either. I don't want to leave them behind. We, Yeah, okay. Shall we just head back in the direction they're going in, then? I say we stick as much as we can to alleys, and as much as possible nowhere that's out in the open that's directly in view. I mean, it's going to take longer, but... We're no good if we get caught on the way there. Agreed. That's a good idea. And we can always, maybe Oz or Darconius, if we feel the need to, we can always send them to scout ahead. Well, I've already asked Oz to keep an eye out up above to make sure we don't run into any groups of people. Yeah, no, that, that sounds perfect. So I guess let's go get them. The three of you huddle together as you nip from alley to alley chasing as quickly as you're reasonably able to across the city towards the watch house. Every now and again, you come across packs of guards running through the streets and calling instructions to one another. You occasionally have moments where you are actually spotted, but you nonchalantly stop and behave drunkenly or whatever. And you escape notice for the most part. Every now and again, Toby, you hear a hurried... "Ah!" Um, uh, just, just go right, go right, and you grab Mix and hustle her away. And Oz does for any instances where Mix misses something, Oz manages to pick up the slack, and you find yourselves making a pretty good pace across the city as you get closer to the watch house. You're still at least a minute away when, in the distance, you hear. And that is where we cut over to Urbach, Murren, and the Grey Render. Urbach, 
you are willingly going at sword point with this guard when you hear the render explode with fury from the alley behind you and you see the face of the guard who is hustling you towards the others freeze in terror. Obviously, there's a lot of mixed races in this world. A lot of people are familiar with orcs and bugbears. Even the biggest, burliest half-orc, half-dragonborn, or half-orc, half-bugbear, or half-orc, half-goliath could not bellow like the Grey Render does. When the Grey Render roars, it shakes in your bones because this creature is capable of making sounds that resonate with the prey instinct that has been buried within you for a millennia. And the guard's woman, lizard folk, who has you captive, freezes on the spot. As you turn to see the render barreling towards you, I want you to picture the King Kong silverback gorilla loping run of just big front loping arm slamming into the ground hind legs swinging forwards and the whole torso just charging through as the grey render arms swinging wide its clawed right arm slams right through the chest of the guard slamming her to the ground it whips around flailing wildly as the duke stumbles backwards in fright. The guard is dead, and uh, Renda is screaming. It's just... <laughs> when it swings and misses for the creature, its clawed arm comes swinging past you, narrowly missing you. It looks around frantically, its head waving side to side, and as it charges away from you towards the crowd of guards that are standing in front of the watch house, all of whom start drawing weapons, but it is already too late for one of the guards in the front line whose head implodes as the Grey Render's maw smashes shut around it. The Grey Render is still no more than four foot tall, but it just bounds, and in one great leap, it's more smashes shut on the guard's face and his head just crumples and the guards start shouting oscar draws his blade and begins shouting orders telling his guards to surround the creature all interest in you is surprisingly dissipated for at least this moment so i guess the guards not in spite of but because of the volatility of the attack upon them, all snap into formation, charging forwards, and the first wave of guards stampede down upon the render. They quickly surround the render as best as they're able. Some of the guards in the rear start creating a flanking position to try and get an angle on this creature and also see who the approaching figures are, i.e. trying to get a bead on you guys, whilst also trying to monitor this creature that's just attacked and at least knocked unconscious 
one of their comrades. You watch as the guards surround the render and start stabbing and lunging at it with spears, swinging swords wildly, and you can hear it's roaring, but they're not roars of pain, they're just roars of fury and frustration as these tiny metal weapons just smash off its tough hide. One of them, however, manages to break through with his spear and makes a solid hit directly on one of its cataracted eyes. As the spear stabs, you watch as it goes a good few inches into the render's skull and it screams at that point definitely with some kind of pain and you see it whip round and the guard is trying to dislodge his spear from the render but is clearly struggling to do so. Morin, you have just witnessed the render go absolutely fuck nuts on some guards. What do you do? Run over to the doctor. What was the plan again? And I just point at the render and just bellow with all my voice. It is Imbralin's demon! He sent it to kill the duke! You don't know whether or not they've even heard you. I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to rush over to Oscar and then try to lunge at him, try to grapple him to the ground and away from the render. And then I'll shout to everyone else, Get away! Save yourself! You rush over and dive at the armoured captain of the watch who looks surprised and stumbles backwards under the sudden rush of your attack. He puts up a brief resistance. Now, tackling the leader of the nearby armed forces and screaming, get away, might have been construed as a threat. However, looking into the face of Oscar, you do see a flicker of hesitation. He's trying to work out what you're about. Then he puts both hands on your chest and angrily shoves with all his might and pushes you off. He gets up, shouts to his men, Stay out of its reach! Attack from behind! Circle! And he doesn't give them any orders regarding you at all. The render turns to Oscar, who is shouting orders to his men, and starts wildly flailing and snapping its jaws at him. Completely unable to land a blow, he parries with his shield and slams back with his sword, deflecting its bladed claws back. I'm going to kneel down and hoist the duke to his feet, his arm over my shoulder. And is this all part of your plan, then? It is now. I move the duke to the side and then begin making it look like I'm tending to him. I've med- medical injuries and so on. We need to get to Worm's Rock! There is lots of combat noise. The render is still roaring and screeching. Guards circle the render as per Oscar's orders they begin to shift around towards its rear some of them stay in front they don't yet know that its sight is impeded but they can see that one side of it is obviously going to be limited now that it has a spear sticking out of its face so they start moving towards the right side of it to try and get out of its primary line of sight so that they can attack from behind some of them have spears Those who do are going to try to attack with their spears from range. The guards standing nearby are slashing with their swords and the hide of the render is just proving too thick. However, one of the guards who throws his spear does so successfully enough that it lodges itself in the render and it takes a nasty gash to the side. 
but continues flailing on the main source of the sound being Oscar. The Duke looks down at your attempts to pretend like you're tending him. You do realize no one's ever practiced medicine like that before. Ever, I don't think. Your friends called you doctors. Is that even true? I'm under a lot of pressure. I, I don't think your plan is getting us anywhere. They're not killing us, so that's if that's your plan, that's good. We need to get them on our side, or somehow we need to get them to not drag us in jail and drag you straight into the arms of Emberlin, that high old bastard. <coughs> drag it. Yes, yes. Uh, with all due respect, I'll do this my way. Guardsman, I am Duke Tolan Silvershield, and I demand your protection. Marin, you are on the ground next to Oscar. Well, I'm going to stand up. He speaks the truth. You go back to back with Oscar and you bring up your mace in readiness to parry anything that comes your way. He looks over his shoulder, slightly confused. We'll be having words shortly. We need to stop this creature before it hurts any more of my men. He is going to go for the render. He puts both hands on the hilt of his sword he actually throws his shield to the ground because he's seen how ineffective the weapons used against the render have been so far he puts both hands on the hilt of his long sword and swings it low at the ground slicing into the tendons of the render on its right side where it's blinded by the spear and it cuts really deep you see the render arch its back in the scream and swing around, swiping as he pulls his sword back out and swings down again at the render's face. The sword cuts through the area where the spear was piercing its skull, breaks the spear, and just leaves a large trailing gash down its face. The render's actually looking extremely hurt. The render is going to stumble into the guards. As they have been circling around and getting closer to Urbach, it's actually going to sense that they are closer to Urbach and turn around and charge the guards that are nearest to him. Charges forward, slamming one clawed arm through the chest of a guard as it slams the other clawed arm through the chest of the guard nearest to Urbach, slams them both to the ground as its arms breach out and it snaps its head forward, biting into the third guard that is close to Urbach and then begins backing towards Urbach but facing the guards with its arms out defensively and then it bellows at all of the guards as it makes it clear to them that they must stay away from the one that it protects well that is affecting my narrative so i'm just going to protectively grab the duke and yell help it's coming for the duke i'm going to basically just try and pull the duke back a little bit defensively but almost Impotently so. You ineffectively grab at the duke and he shrugs you off, standing proudly behind the render that is roaring, looking unafraid. And the guards are going to move towards you, circling you and the render and keeping their distance as far as reasonably possible. And they're going to try and keep stabbing at the render with their spears from as far as reasonably possible away. 
but you notice that the cordon that they are creating is not only around the render, but also around you, and that no matter which way you look, there is actually no longer an escape route out of this group. The render takes multiple spear hits, and you get the impression that the wound that the watch captain left, particularly in the tendon areas of its leg, it's limping very badly, it can't put weight on one side of its leg, so it's actually holding its body weight up with its arms and resting on one side. It's leaning towards that side much more frequently, and as each weapon comes in, it half-heartedly swipes to try and beat the weapons away, but you can tell that it's not as effectively able to do so. Baron. I'll just quickly turn to Oscar and I say, Um, if you do not find out the truth before this night is done, you can lock me up for all I care. But for now, I need to get the Duke to safety. I'll just swing round behind Urbach and then I'm gonna say to the Duke, we need to get you to Worm's Rock. Oscar shouts, do not let them leave. And then he charges the render from behind and once again two hands his sword and slices into the render. Initial attack, he's somewhat distracted as he swings his sword. It doesn't land as successfully as he would like, but the render is very weak at this point as it's flailing around. And it's odd. As the render weakens from behind Urbach, you can see the muscles in its back trembling because at this point the hoodie that you so carefully bought and had made for it has been torn to shreds by the swords and spears that have been attacking over and over its muscles are moving in ways that are not natural for muscle movement even for the render they're almost bubbling and it's bellowing over and over and then suddenly it stops and it looks up and to the right over its shoulder and it says quietly enough that perhaps no one else notices, but I imagine you would. And with a clap of thunder, vanishes. <sighs> now do you believe us? Look at that thing that was sent after the Duke. It's a bloody demon! The guards all move in closer, still wielding their spears. They all move in, surrounding, and making sure that the cordon they have around you is as tight-knit as possible. And the Duke speaks up. As I said, I am Duke Tolan Silvershield, and I demand your protection. And he looks at you and Murren and says, These men have brought me here against my will. You will take me to the outer city, to my home. Captain Oscar, am I to understand you will follow my orders? You need to send word to Ogda. You need to get the Black Claw to help. You're the Duke. He's an imposter. You need to save the city. The ravings of utter madmen, clearly. You should take them into custody. Keep me safe from them, please. I beg you. Do you only care for your own life? The Duke does not deign to respond to you. Oscar is going to approach you, and he looks you in the eye, Marin. Um, I heard what you had to say, but I feel that there is more information that I need. If you will willingly come with us, it will make everything a lot easier. We can clear all of this up and find out what's really going on. I will gladly go with you, reveal anything that you wish to know, but time is of the essence. If the Duke leaves, then the city will surely fall. Well, the 
watch house is just over here. Just come in with me and my men. We'll sit down. We'll figure out what's happening. You can tell me the whole thing. The Duke can tell you. And he can come too. But I cannot let you walk away. Not right now. I just side-eye the Duke. So you're arresting all three of us? That's not the word I would use right now, but... No, it's fine. If you come with me, we can... It's fine. He saved us from Imbralin's thing. Yes. Well, I have lots of questions about that, but we'll get to that. If you will. And he turns and gestures towards the watchhouse and the guards form up around you and create a path for you to safely walk between them, but certainly not past them. Along the Duke's withers, just keeping an eye on him. I would go willingly. I'm just watching the Duke. The Duke doesn't make any move. He waits for you. I begin walking and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stop and just stare at the Duke. Well? He just says, I'll be along shortly. No doubt. Mm. Well, I'm going to walk on for now. Nix, Toby, as you round the corner, you see a huge crowd of guardsmen and you manage to pull back at the last minute as Oz screams into your head, Toby. Ah! There's loads of them! And you peek around the corner as you see Murren, Urbach, and the Duke surrounded by guard and Urbach and Murren begin walking towards the watchhouse. You watch a group of the guard form up behind them and usher them into the building as the Duke stays back talking with Oscar and a small contingent of guards. What do you do? I motion for Mix and Doomy to stay back whilst in my head telling Oz to land on the watch house, see if he can eavesdrop on the conversation. And tell me what's going on. You watch as Oz rapidly descends onto the watch house building and perches next to a stone gargoyle and tries to look like a stone gargoyle, but does a very bad job at it. But no one seems to be paying too much attention to him. He's just a bird. Captain, I can trust you. Yes? Who do you owe your allegiance to? And he's saying... Yes, to the city of Alders Gate. Okay. In that case, I need you to get me out of the city. Those people in there did not take me captive, but I cannot stay here. It isn't safe for me. He seems to be trying to convince Oscar to send him with the small contingent of guards out of the city, and Oscar tries to push him about the details of his condition, and the Duke's pleading with him, like, you know, there's no time for that, I just need to leave. Well, um, mm, looks like he's gonna, he's gonna help him go. I relay what Oz is telling me to the other two. Of course he's gonna get away. Well, I think at this point we might as well just let him. He just, he just told Oscar that Murren and Urbach weren't actually keeping him captive. He just wants to leave. I mean, he's scared, wouldn't you be? Well, yeah, but... If we go over there and interrupt them, then that might just complicate things even further. At the moment, Oscar is listening to him. And it, that might help us more than us going over there and making more of a mess. I guess you're right, but I still don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. Has he told Oscar about the threat to the city? 
all he's saying is that he is in danger. He's saying that he needs to leave Baldur's Gate. Oscar tried to press him for details, but he's just insisting there's no time he has to leave. We can let him go at some point, but right this moment is not that point. The first thing Mix does is takes off her disguise. The Doomsinger is still a Goliath. Of course he is. He looks fancy. He likes it. That's fine. We can't let him leave yet. If he leaves, then who knows what's going to happen to us. We still don't know what exactly is going on in the city and why he's so desperate to leave it. I mean, I I know something bad's going to happen, or at least I get that impression, but we still don't know enough to let him go. He's the only thing we have. And how exactly do we stop him? Well, that's the bit I'm not too sure about, if only because we could ambush him actually kidnap him, but that might get us into more trouble. Okay, I am definitely vetoing that plan because, not the trying to stop him from leaving, but the plan of actually kidnapping because there's enough guards there to put an end. I said it it would be a bad idea. Yeah, it's a bad idea. I like it. What if we just... If If we're gonna go over there, we should approach as peacefully and unthreateningly as possible. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, we we don't want to give them any reason to suspect us. And declare our intent. Agreed, yes. What is our intent? Our intent is to find out why the Duke wants to run away so bad. Excellent. I puff up my chest, brush it off a little bit, and very elegantly walk towards the Duke and... What's his name? Oscar. Yes, thank you. I lower my hood and I have my hands raised so that I'm not holding any weapons, I'm not about to do anything, and I walk out. Maybe I'll hold Toby's hand. I've got my hands raised in the air and Mix is holding one of them and... Yeah, yeah. Slowly my face just explodes (laughs) with blush (laughs) because I'm still trying not to think about the kiss and at the moment (laughs) physical contact is just like... What? <laughs> oh. But Mix is just trying to be like, we got this, we'll, we'll be okay. <laughs> That's totally fine. Toby is definitely still blushing a deep, dark purple. A, yeah, a deeply purpled tiefling walks out with his arms in the air and an Asimar <laughs> holding onto one of them with her other arm not in the air and a well-dressed and not quite dapper, but sort of dapper, Goliath strolls out behind you as you step around the corner and into plain sight. You begin to walk towards the guards and Oscar and the Duke, who take notice of you, and the Duke raises an eyebrow slowly. Look, we don't mean you any harm, and we're not going to start anything, but you shouldn't let that guy leave. And, uh, why is that? person I have arrested. When we saved him from the other guy and Imberlin, he told us that the city was in danger, but all he wants to do is get out. He hasn't yet told us what the city is in danger from. He knows something and he's not telling anyone. He turns to the Duke. My lord, is that true? Is the city in danger? Are the people here safe? The Duke sizes. There's a great many things about the city, Captain, that you probably are not aware of. And I would really rather not talk about it right this minute. Is the city safe? Look, I think you should just let me and my contingents of guards here just... Men, bring the duke in. 
you three, all of you, inside now. I want to know what the hell is going on in my city. do we. Mix just puts her hands up and walks towards where she's told. One of the guards puts a hand on the badly malnourished and previously tortured Duke's shoulder, and he does not resist. He just looks resigned and is escorted inside the building. The three of you follow... No doubt when you enter inside, you find yourselves faced with a rather frustrated-looking Murren and Urbach. Ah, Murren, it's good to see you looking so healthy. And you too, Doctor. Um, yes. And he gives you a big cartoonish wink. I'm glad to see you're all safe. One of the guards watching over Urbach blushes as the Doomsinger, as the Goliath, winks. I just blurt out. You'll be glad to know that they've killed the render that was trying to attack the Duke. And I just nod emphatically. Toby, you absolutely understand what the Doctor is implying. Mix? No, 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 the, the, the render's on our side. Urbach isn't making a lot of sense right now. Why does he think that the render has been sent for the Duke? That doesn't... It just looks confused. Huh? <laughs> good, good, good. Yes, good. Good. I'm giving him a look that says, you can stop saying good now. <laughs> he looks at you and scratches his cheek and goes, oh, Toby, you've got a little something here. A scowl. As we were coming into the watch house, I told Oz to keep an eye out for anything suspicious outside, and especially to keep an eye out for Imberlin and the high elf that we saw at the wide. You got it, boss. Watching. So if, uh... Anyone wants to tell me what the fuck's going on? Don't all speak up at once. Okay. I look aggressively at the Duke. Okay, alright, hang on. It's it's too busy in it. Men, you three, watch out front. No one comes in or out. Uh, you three, go fetch our fallen men. Make sure the preparations are made and their families are contacted. You four, watch the back. No one in or out. You, prisoner duty. And he sends someone down into the cells to make sure that there's a few extra hands there in case something really weird's going on. The rest of you, in that room. And he gestures to one of the rooms. And it's a room you're very familiar with. The window that previously allowed light into the room has been boarded over. And he lights a few sconces around the room, lighting up. Uh, Hang on a moment. He goes out and goes, get me some more chairs. You all stand around for a minute or two while some extra chairs are brought and then there's enough seats for everyone. The Duke finds the comfiest one and and then waits for the Doomsinger to move out of it. He does not. <laughs> Very well. I just... I just... Right. He sits nearby and pulls up a seat near the table so that he can rest on it. Once you've all got seats, Captain returns and he has a loose book with him and writing materials right going to ask you some questions it's going to be an open forum try not to speak all at once anybody can answer any of the questions if you have the relevant answers please do not try to lie to me i just don't have the fucking time or patience for any more the bullshit that's associated with you people all right and then he looks at the duke and says pardon the language sir the duke nods number one who is the man sitting in front of me? And he gestures at the Duke. That is the real Duke Fallen Silvershield. Duke Tallen Silvershield. Tallen. Yes. 
I am Duke Torlton Silvershield. Right. If that's the case, why in the hell does he look like that? Who did this? And you get the impression that the Duke is pissed off that he's even part of this conversation and he is not going to volunteer information unless he is specifically pressed to, probably by one of you. Mix rolls her eyes. The evil Duke, duh. Toby face palms. The evil Duke. Which 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 one is the evil Duke? Okay, we have, so... There, there, there are... Okay. I, I know you haven't been in the city long. Allow me to explain... The, the, the hierarchy of this city. There are four dukes. Well, there are three dukes, and there is the Grand Duke. Do you mean the Grand Duke? I don't think the Grand Duke is evil. Excuse my friend here, but... Okay. We, we found this duke, Duke Tall in Silvershield, held captive after what appears to have been an extended a period of time, and he was locked up in a room underneath his own house. For about 15 weeks. He looks around looks at the Duke. This true? Duke nods. He looks at you. So how exactly is it that if he was held captive underneath his home, that you all happened to stumble upon him? We were investigating the murder of my sister. Ah, yes. You are temporary investigators, I suppose. You have some authority in that regard. What led you to investigating the duke of all people i guess in a way it was sort of like a process of elimination i'm gonna need a bit more than that you don't raid a duke's home by ruling out i mean there are there are hundreds of people in the city what on earth convinced you that you were going how did you jump to the conclusion that the duke was a suspect it became apparent to us that he was suspicious and we managed to find out that there seemed to only be one person in the duke's employ and that seemed kind of suspicious you'd expect someone in that kind of position to have many more people attending to their property not just to themselves but to their property and to the to their business so we tracked the man down and spoke to him and he told us that some Time ago, the Duke just suddenly dismissed all of his staff, bar himself, and this man became increasingly concerned that he was in danger just for speaking to us and that the Duke would do something terrible to him if he found out that he'd been speaking to us. The Duke scoffs. <laughs> that is, in itself seemed greatly concerning to us that someone in charge of the city would well, not only dismiss their entire stuff, bar one man and expect that person to do everything for him, but also to, you know, lead this guy to believe that he was in danger. Well, that seems curious, at least. I grant you that. I'll admit as well, I probed his mind with a spell during this interrogation and I saw what very unsettling images of the interior of the Duke's house. I see. So you found the Duke, and he was being held captive. By who? Well, at this point, Toby looks to Urbach, because Urbach's the only one who saw the other guy come down the stairs. Um, well, visually, I man who attacked us, or rather attacked me when we were getting the Duke out, appeared to be a high elf of some type. A wizard of some kind. I've never seen him before. And according to the Duke, he's working with um, Imberlin Skund. 
The man that he speaks of is no man. He is a dragon. His name is Asdegard. Imberlin Bartholomew. It's but a pawn. So then, would you have any idea what he might have been planning? Because something's coming, we just, we don't know what. After the Duke gives up the name, he goes back to being quiet and he makes it clear he's not speaking. Oscar says, well, um, Astagard, okay, the man's a dragon. Right. Uh, he mentioned, I'm sure, Duke, you've mentioned something about the safety of the other patriarchs. You said that was some sort of chaotic sacrifice for Tiamat or something. Oscar looks very concerned. He says, my lord, if other lives are at risk, we, we must know. You must tell us, or you will not be leaving. And the duke opens his mouth as though he were going to say something. It's odd. You watch him, he... Huh? And he looks confused. He's... I believe he plans to rid the city of all the patriots. And he looks very frustrated, and he is scowling deeply. Mix just looks at him with this confused look. Why Why would you take so long to tell us? I don't, I don't get it. Like, don't you want to save them? What can you or anyone here do? Do you have any idea what they're capable of? No, but we can try. We can at least defend ourselves. If you wish to risk your foolhardy lives, that is entirely up to you. You can do as you please. I wish to be rid of all of you. I wish to leave. And he turns to the... Whatever magics you have at play here, I don't appreciate them. I quirk a brown. I'm like, magics? What's... What are you talking about? Oscar turns to you and says, Ah, hmm. What color is my hat? He is not wearing a hat. You're not wearing one. Imagine I am. Okay. What color is my hat? Uh... You start to speak, and the moment that you start lying, your tongue stops moving. You can't even make noise. Your vocal cords don't vibrate. You expect to say, you have a blue hat on your head, or whatever, and the moment you do, you can't say words. This is effectively... A zone of truth that you can't resist. It's temporary, it's localized, but it's a very powerful charm that has specifically been built into the roots of the building for the purposes of being in an interrogation room. You feel compelled to tell the truth anytime you open your mouth. So the moment that you try to not tell the truth, you just can't talk. So your only solution, if you wish not to tell the truth, is to remain silent. I don't explain anything look you're pretty adamant that everyone's in danger but you don't want to tell us the express details of that i don't know the express details do you think he came down and tortured me and told me all his plans while he did so no he just came down and took my fucking eye out said he was helping me become more pure he certainly told me that the city was to be a sacrifice to Tiamat, The chaos would reign, that the chaos would lead to more power and glory for their stupid bitch queen. But no, I don't know the intricate details, you foolish child. You note that the spell does not stop people insulting 
you so long as they believe what they're saying is true. Mix is glaring at him. We should have left him. Perhaps that would have been better. Would have been far less frustrating. You know, all we Uh, wanted to do- All right, all right, all right. Enough. Enough. So the Patriots are in danger. Fine. Who is this Astagar? What does he want? It sounds to me like he's a member of the Cult of Tiamat. There's a sweeping horde that seems to be just invading various settlements and gathering gold for their queen or something. What does any of this have to do with the murder of Trail and Victus? We believe that Trail had stumbled onto, or was in the process of stumbling onto this conspiracy. As a result, she had to go into hiding and fake her death. I just look at her back like, we didn't tell anyone that. I, I, Mix's eyes went giant. What is he doing? She's not dead. How do you know this? How have you come by this information? Because during our investigation, we also ended up looking into the people who Ogda believed to be responsible. We met them, spoke to them, and they told us that they have trail in hiding. Who? Mix looks nervous. I I hesitate before I say the guild. Where are they? I look at the others because I'm not sure if I should answer. (laughs) Why why do you want to know? They have a lot to answer for. Who else have you been working with? The Black Claw. A little bit of everyone, really. Everyone who? And you can tell now the captain is very grim-faced and stern and very, very serious. We worked with people we believed had the city's best interest at heart. That isn't an answer. Mix doesn't say anymore. She just, she's scared. I think, I think your priority shouldn't be questioning where our allegiances lie or whatever, but what you should be doing right now is finding the imposter duke and subduing him. I'll decide where my priorities lie. Thank you very much. By the time you decide, it could be too late. The city would have fallen. How am I to stop a threat I do not understand? You can prepare the guards. You can prepare the city. There's no time. As this conversation's going on, I'm thinking, eventually, I say, and I'm speaking to the scales of justice. I'm not actually speaking to Oscar or the Duke when I say this. Is it just me? Or isn't it awfully convenient that there's this plot involving the cult of Tiamat going on here, and we know that there is a caravan of part of that cult heading in this direction as we speak. I don't like where any of this is going, really. The Duke is rather concerned that whatever's happening is happening soon and quickly, and we know that soon these people will be here. We've assumed that they'll get on another caravan and go somewhere else and maybe that is their plan but it seems to me awfully convenient that they're heading here in the first place given what we've uncovered now I think that whatever he or they have planned is already in motion but you say that there is more of them coming here when? The estimated arrival is Resin Day 2nd Well maybe there's still time if they if if they are coming here and they are moving on, whatever they're going to do may happen before, it may happen after, but it will happen close, because that's when they'll escape. 